Hey there, buddy. How's it going? This is What A Week. It's Wednesday, July 29th. I am again recording from my closet. It is really warm today, and I've got kind of a sore throat, so I'm going to keep this one short. I'm Nick Gatlin. This is What A Week, part of the Vanguard Podcast Network, and this is all the news that you need to know this week. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler and Commissioner Joanne Hardesty are asking to meet with leadership within the Department of Homeland Security, seeking an end to the federal deployment in Portland. In a news release this afternoon, the two city leaders asked for an immediate meeting with leaders of the Department of Homeland Security. They want what they described as a, quote, ceasefire and removal of heightened federal forces from Portland. President Donald Trump deployed federal officers to Portland in early July to protect federal property, including the Mark Hatfield Federal Courthouse. Since then, federal officers have routinely used tear gas and impact munitions against protesters who gather each night at the courthouse, most recently at a fence erected around it by the federal government. Some demonstrators have set small fires around the courthouse and shot fireworks and other projectiles at the building. OPB reported Sunday that several dozen additional out-of-town federal officers would be deploying to Portland, even as officials acknowledged internally that the federal presence has reinvigorated protests and caused the crowd size to swell. City and state leaders have repeatedly called on federal officers to remove their officers, saying they have escalated tensions downtown. Earlier today, Wheeler added his name to a letter urging Congress to craft legislation that would restrict the deployment of federal officers into the city and demanded that the federal officers be removed. In sadder news today, Powell's Books is permanently shutting down its store and kiosk at the Portland International Airport. The bookstore has been struggling to plot a path forward since shuttering all five of its Portland-area stores in March due to the coronavirus. The bookstore has continued to take orders online for pickup or shipping, but the CEO told customers in a letter earlier this month that she doesn't plan to reopen the stores anytime soon. Oregon reported one of the state's younger deaths from COVID on Sunday, a 40-year-old Multnomah County woman who died three weeks after she received her diagnosis. The two other people whose deaths were disclosed by health officials were also younger than most whose lives COVID-19 has claimed, a 56-year-old man from Marion County and a 63-year-old woman from Malheur County. All three had underlying medical conditions, but the Oregon Health Authority did not release other details. Health agency data on death and survival rates by age through Friday show that very few people younger than 50 have died of the virus, and death rates are particularly higher for those older than 80. And in national news, Senate Republicans unveiled their opening bid in negotiations for the next COVID stimulus package, setting up a clash with Democrats in the coming days over funding for unemployment insurance and state governments. The GOP bill arrives as Congress faces a pressing deadline. Enhanced unemployment insurance is set to expire this week, with millions receiving their final federal unemployment payments allotted by the CARES Act this past weekend. A federal eviction moratorium has also elapsed, and state and local governments increasingly feeling the strain of both dwindling tax reserves and rising coronavirus costs are looking to Congress for help. Republicans have been wary of spending more money on stimulus, and this reluctance is apparent in this bill. Uh, UI recipients are currently receiving an extra $600 per week on top of their standard benefits, and Republicans would like to cut that to $200 through September. Their bill, called the HEALS Act, is a lot narrower than the HEROES Act that Congressional Democrats passed a while ago. Republicans have proposed sending out a $1,200 check to most adults who made less than an adjusted gross income of $75,000 annually and an additional $500 per qualifying child. 
and those benefits would be cut off for individuals who had an AGI of more than 99000 In the HEROES Act, Democrats proposed that individuals receive up to $1,200 per dependent, capped at three dependents. Uh, Republicans don't support that, though they do support the application of $500 payments to adult dependents as well as children. They also support funding for coronavirus vaccine development, testing, contact tracing, and treatment, funding for schools, more money for small businesses. And finally, in international news, New Zealand suspended its Hong Kong extradition treaty. They said it was in response to China's new national security law, and the law makes it easier to punish protesters and reduces Hong Kong's autonomy from mainland China. Uh, Travel advice in New Zealand has been updated to alert citizens to risks presented by the law. Australia and the UK earlier suspended their extradition treaties with Hong Kong. And military and dual-use goods and technology exports from New Zealand to Hong Kong will now be treated in the same way as New Zealand treats exports to China. New Zealand Foreign Affairs Minister Winston Peters said China has eroded rule of law principles, undermined the one country, two systems framework that underpins Hong Kong's unique status, and gone against commitments China made to the international community. That's all the news for this week. This is What a Week. Have a great week, everybody.